New research shows that our marriages are doomed, <gasps> and yours might be too. Prepare for me to absolutely own Foreman in the age-old debate. Is September a fall month or a summer month? We have the number one t-shirt not to wear to your child's school. And how the meaning of life might be found at the bottom of your cookie jar. <laughs> it's all in this week's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry for putting you through this. <laughs> <laughs> but please give us a vote. A vote? A vote? What do we want? Well, in the Coast's Best of Halifax Awards, vote.thecoast.ca, maybe also a five-star review. Ah, that's it. That helps too. <laughs> hey, this is country singer Brett Kissel, and you're listening to one of the top 200 morning shows, Melody and Foreman, on Hot Country 103.5. It's like a synonym of marriage saver, Melody and Foreman. Ah, yes. Because <laughs> who's the funniest one in your relationship, Melody? In, in my marriage? Who's funnier, you or your husband, Tom? Me, for sure. Well, that's a problem. Why? I, I'm, it might be a bit of a problem for me, although I feel like I'm a little more on the fence because I know Ashley's funnier than me. Mm. But this is where we're fielding your thoughts, your calls about your own relationship here at 902-425-1035. Diane, who's the funniest one in your relationship? Hands down, me. <laughs> See? And does he know that? Well, whether he does or he doesn't, he's like Foreman, he won't admit to it. <laughs> well, maybe uh, you should check on his happiness levels because this new research shows that men are happier if they at least think that you see him as the funnier of the two. Well, that's probably true. Yep. It doesn't matter. It's just like such a typical man thing. It doesn't matter if it is true as <laughs> long as people think think it or oh. as long as at least they tell you they think it they don't even need to really think it you That's just need right. to say mm -hmm. yeah sweetie you're you're not losing your hair yeah sweetie you're hilarious yeah sweetie <laughs> you look great in that shirt i feel like this is a very short-sighted study now that we've really dived into this i feel reasonably confident in my relationship knowing that ashley's funnier than me mm -hmm. but then i get to repurpose her jokes to you listening, and therefore I feel like I take some credit for them, so yes. I feel pretty funny at the same time. I always support stealing other mm -hmm. people's material. But now the heart of this research is showing that if you lie to your husband every day, he'll be happy and your relationship's better for it. So what does that say about everybody? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Hi, you're on Hawk Country 103.5, who's this? Hey, it's Scotty Cohen. Scotty! It's Scotty! Scotty! He's got a buddy! Talking about funny husbands. <laughs> yeah. What else do we have, Melody? <laughs> Body's falling apart. I couldn't <laughs> fix anything. So if I can't be funny, you know? Yes, we're insecure, damn it. What else do you have? Yeah. The friigging patriarchy! <laughs> <laughs> You no, have I the don't, world. I don't, I don't have any of that either. Don't worry. <laughs> Some people do. I don't have money either, right? See? So that's the other Yeah. That's the other thing. I, I will say one thing, though. There's nothing more annoying to a wife than a husband who everybody else thinks is funny at a party. <laughs> Especially as that husband drinks more and more and thinks he's funnier and funnier. It, yeah, exactly. And you know what helps even more is when the other people say, no, no, just calm down. He's fine. <laughs> He's having a good time. Just relax. Right. Yeah. You're overreacting. Yeah. She loves when everybody agrees with you and not her. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. It's great. Doesn't sound familiar. I <laughs> not at all. No. <laughs> what are you allowed to wear to school as the parent? We're Melody Informant of the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. I mean, I would say, as an adult, you're allowed to wear whatever the heck you want. Is that not the rules? No, I was told before going to meet the teacher that I had, quote, better look presentable. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's another story for another time. <laughs> <but> <laughs> and to which I replied to my lovely wife, Ashley, what am I supposed to wear? Half the shirts I own, as you say, make me look like an old man. Mm -hmm. 
and the other half are for breweries. Ah, what did you settle on? The shirt I'm currently wearing, actually, which really doesn't say anything. It's just a, a sweater that has nothing. Well, it's a, it's a tiny little Eddie Bauer logo in the this corner. This hoodie was your, that was your yes. final. That says nothing, has no logo other than the, t- the tiniest little Eddie Bauer thing. Again, to which my wife Ashley says, looks like you have a tea time lighter. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I don't golf at all. <laughs> it was cheap on on sale somewhere, so it's I bought it. It's a hoodie. It's yes. a hoodie. That was my outfit, but boy, is it ever good people watching to see all the other parents at school with you at the same time. God, I love judging. <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm not. You do you. You wear whatever you want. I, it doesn't matter. It's just if you're going to have something written on your shirt, I'm going to read it. (laughs) Isn't that what you want? That's your intention. Yes. Yes. Funny to note, though, that no moms have anything written on any of their clothing. No. Nothing. You almost never do. Have no logos, nothing. No No. sayings. I might have, I have flowers most frequently on things. Yeah. I'm a flower person. I mean, some you could have a, it's wine o'clock or something like that, but. No, we don't have that on our shirts. We have that just on a meme on Instagram. Exactly. Yes. That's where those things should be. Yes. Unless you're one dad that I spotted at my daughter's school last night. Oh, dear. Who had a shirt. Um, well, have you ever seen the movie Step Brothers? Yes. <laughs> so picture two giant faces on a T-shirt. One's Will Ferrell's. One's John C. Riley's. They're both wearing captain's hats. At one point in that movie, do you think they may have been wearing captain's hats? Oh, dear. Where they sang a certain song, and the title of that song was in giant bold letters atop their heads, blazoned across this dad's chest. Oh, no. Saying... Especially probably the dads, but every parent was looking at that saying, did we just become best friends? Do you want to do karate in the garage? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Still very much summertime. I understand that autumnal equinox happens on September 22nd. That is the astronomical first date of fall. But meteorologists right, making it still summer. Thank you for agreeing with me. Say the first day of fall is September 1st because there are 12 months in a year. Each season, there are four seasons, 12 months. Each season gets three months. Yes. Winter is December, January, February. Spring is March, April, May. Summer is June, July, August. Fall is September, October, and November. Spring and fall are transitional months, which means there is seasonal overlap. That's why you need a coat in the morning and a bathing suit by three, and you can keep your windows open at night. When you think summer, Foreman, when you think summer. The season it currently is? No, the season that it was. When you think of summer, you are not thinking of September. When you're planning your summer vacation, you're thinking June, July, and August. When kids go on summer vacation, that's when they go on summer vacation. People are like, I'm going to plan a summer vacation on September 20th. No. Yes. We have friends visiting next week to continue a summer vacation. Meteorologists saying, well, you know, we got four seasons and everyone gets three months. They're just dumbing it down for the simpletons. No, they're not. They're making it easy. We can't comprehend that sometimes it's the 22nd, sometimes it's the 21st. So they just say, fine, dummy, it's September. You of all people being like, oh, yeah, this is, we're going to base this on when the sun is in perfect alignment with the equator. That's how it works. That's how seasons work. Is giving major astronomy vibes astrology vibes in fact no astronomy you're correct yes right (laughs) look nadine says it has to still be summer much like the football scenario we're still in stock car season it's summertime you race during the summer (laughs) come on even one of your fall loving people melanie has texted 902-425-1035 october is the best month of the year but unfortunately It's still summer. I just, I understand that people are like, oh, the weather is hot, so I'm holding on to summer. But my point remains, when you think summer, you are not thinking September. Yes. You're just not. 
That's it why leaves are changing. Oh. When we have back to school pictures, it's not kids with flowers. It's kids with fall leaves. I, I don't, and I don't buy this argument too, by the way, Alicia. I seen pumpkins outside Sobeys today. Okay. You saw, first of all, you saw them. Yeah. Second of all, I, there's probably strawberries there too. Yeah. Does that say fall to you? No, it doesn't. They can still sell them, can't they? Who are you going to side with? The guy that makes fun of everybody or the voice of reason, Melody Rose? <laughs> I seen that coming. <laughs> Jake, Bridgewater Jake agrees. For men, it's actually fall and Halloween Eve. Oh, did not. Wrong. Don't, get, don't even get me started on that. Nope, Jake says that's what September is. Pumpkin spice up your life. It can't be Halloween before Thanksgiving. Kirsten says, actually, instead of arguing, well, first, Kirsten said it's pumpkin spice season, fall vibes, but no. then. Wrong. Instead of arguing, let's make a middle season. Frummer, summer all, sautum. Fall in the morning, summer by day, fall by evening, pumpkin spice and margaritas, comfy sweaters and shorts, best of everything. If you're suggesting pumpkin spice flavored margaritas. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh or ew? I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Ew, David. There it is. <laughs> Tea bag used by Queen Elizabeth II for sale on eBay for $16,000. That's Sneaky Paddington. <laughs> I knew he was up to something. Yeah, we're Melody Informant in the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. That's just one of many headlines in the news this week that we can't make up. But we can round up for you right now, like woman gives birth to surprise baby and goes to work the next morning. If there was ever a time that a sick day was called for, how was that? <laughs> yeah. Canadian Army investigating after soldier parachutes over Petawawa while drinking beer. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. You're is that <laughs> against protocol? <laughs> I'm sure it is. It's just <laughs> celebrating the Queen's life. Ah, yes. For getting ready for June 2-4. Yep. <laughs> Spanish police arrest woman who faked her own kidnapping to extort her mother oh. for the fourth time. <laughs> First time. Right? Brazilian man survives 11 days at sea in floating freezer. Wow, that freezer kept it uh, preserved. <laughs> That's a good freezer. That's great. You should wow. keep using that. Yeah. <laughs> what brand? I don't know. I'll look into that. <laughs> Massachusetts paddleboarder drops iPhone in ocean. Ah. Uh. Scuba diver finds it the next day. <laughs> Score. <laughs> That wasn't a bright pink waterproof case, so it was easy to find and still works. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. A few more headlines of the week that we can't make up, but obviously we are rounding up. After roadside scone selling stand was stolen so he could buy an Xbox, 10-year-old Toronto boy overwhelmed with donations, including the Xbox. Oh, and an endless supply of scones. Exactly. Uh, and then a few more headlines like historians bizarrely claim first person to play cricket and baseball was Jesus. Well documented in Corinthians uh, <laughs> 3 chapter. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. Man robs Bears Lake Canadian Tire with golf club and lit aerosol can. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is quite, uh, one employee got injured, too. It was wow. not, not a good scene. Nope. No. Uh, in a study that surprises no one, fraternity hazing does virtually nothing for bonding or group solidarity. <laughs> what? I thought that would have brought everyone together. Right? Who knew? <laughs> in a study that surprises foremen, stoners are, quote, just as motivated as non-users. I just... What do you think stoners, uh, jammers... Yeah. Are, are... What do you think? Just sitting there listening to the song. <laughs> All day long. Yeah. <laughs> Eating our Oreos. Yeah. Their Oreos. I'm not concluding myself amongst <laughs> no. those jammers. Right. <laughs> Moving on with a few more headlines of the week left that we're rounding up for you, like Florida Man, high on meth, wielding three-foot-long sword at traffic stop, arrested. Ah. <laughs> Florida Man sentenced to 60 days for a drunk-driving motorized scooter inside Walmart. Oh, saw that one coming. <laughs> 
Montana man quits job to date one woman from every state. Which, as it turns out, is a web series called 50 Dates, 50 States. Wow. Yep. So he is making money. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. L.A. judge declares mistrial because defendant didn't get enough sleep in jail. <laughs> Who knew that would work? Oh, my gosh. The, I'm, the defendant is the sh- most shocked person in this yeah. whole case. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Amsterdam Clinic looking to hire someone who can vomit on command. <laughs> you found your calling, Melody. <laughs> and finally, 7,000 smuggled donkey eggplants found at Nigerian airport because of the smell. Oh! Also, you just missed your donkey dongs. Oh, no! <laughs> donkey ding dongs! This is a real thing. There's 7,000 of them. Real. Donkey ding-dongs. Eggplants from real donkeys. <laughs> All in an airport. Who's home? Smuggled for what purpose? Soft white 350 farm four. love this time of year. I've mentioned it a few times. I just so happen to think it's the most wonderful time of the year. For me, this is always the time to reinvent yourself. Yeah. Uh, Something that one year backfired on me greatly. Of your yearly reinvention? Yes. Yes. (laughs) How did it backfire? This was going to be the year. This was going to be the year. Going into grade seven, there was a a carnival, a fair, I don't know, just, you know, the little weekend things that came in for Labor Day weekend. A fall fair. A fall fair. Thank you. (laughs) And I was going with this girl named Ashley, and I knew that the boy that I had the biggest crush on, Craig Olette, I can name him because this was in Ontario, and he's probably not listening right now, although if you are, (laughs) Craig... Yeah, (laughs) much like you and I, everyone who used to live there lives here now, Melody, so you never know. (laughs) But I just, I knew he was going to be there, and I needed to make a good impression. And I have mentioned a few times that I was very flat-chested as a child. Uh, Well, you were in grade seven. Yes, I mean, I still am as an adult, but (laughs) but I've come to grow into this this body as it is. But at the time, it was something I was very self-conscious about. Oh, I'm sure, and I'm sure a lot of people had many things to say to you about it uh, that were your age and weren't very kind. I was nicknamed the wall and the boys did run to me when they were lining up for the wall for basketball practice. But anyway, so keeping all of of that in mind, I decided to do something about it and I stuffed my bra Ah. and and I thought I looked great. And I know people noticed because people looked at my chest and I felt like, and I, and I led with it as I walked around everywhere. And then we get to the bumper cars and there is Craig Olette and all his friends. And Ashley and I went in line with them and we were talking to them and we were doing whatever you call flirting at in grade seven. I don't know. We were probably yeah. like just like not talking to each other. And Standing that's... almost close enough you could touch but aren't but, going but to. But aren't. No. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he and his friends kept whispering to each other and looking at me. So I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, they're checking me yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm killing it. <laughs> and then we get on the bumper cars and we're having a great time and then we all get off and then the guys all whisper together again and then they laugh and start to run off and then one of them turns around and says hey Melody how come you have three boobs (sighs) so (laughs) what's going on there well things rearrange themselves Uh. and uh I, instead of reinventing myself as the um, sassy young woman I was hoping to, I reinvented mm-hmm. myself with a new nickname oh, no. from the wall to Triple Tit. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Are we about to get a new national holiday? <gasps> We're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. As we remember Queen Elizabeth. I cannot lead you into battle. I do not give you laws or administer justice. But I can do something else. I can give you my heart. 
And she has for 70 years. That was from her first Christmas address in 1952, or 57. She became queen in 52 when Mm -hmm. she was 25. The last time she was in Canada was here in Halifax, where she attended attended a Mi'kmaq ceremony. For as long as the rivers flow free, the winds caress the sea-bound coast, Mi'kmaq have honored the treaties with monarchs. She gave her own speech. Prince Philip and I are very glad to have returned to Nova Scotia today to begin this tour of Canada, my 22nd visit as Queen of Canada. It has been 16 years since I was last here in Nova Scotia. There can be few places where the motto of 100,000 welcomes is put into practice with such conviction. Prince Philip and I are so very grateful to you all for the warmth of your greeting. Aww. That's lovely. So nice. I mean, she and you know, you did speak to her effort. Have you ever heard her speak in French? No. She did in Halifax. La richesse de l'histoire et la vitalité de la culture des provinces et des territoires sont une source d'inspiration et une raison de célébrer pour tous les Canadiens. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. It's just incredible to to think about how long the you know longest serving female head of state ever, mm-hmm. longest serving British monarch ever, mm-hmm. and um, within the next week and a half or so, there is an official protocol of events, like she'll be lying yes. in state in Westminster Hall for about five days, Yep. and by day 10 or after is where we're figuring out when and how the funeral will happen. Yeah, and from what we can tell, and the details are still, they've known about all of this and how they're going to do it. It was Operation London Bridge. They've known for decades. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know that it's going to take place at Westminster Abbey in London. Uh, Her coffin is expected to be transported through the city, pulled by naval soldiers, and it will be televised. And that funeral will happen uh, as early as Sunday, September 18th, or at least sometime that week. And if we stick with tradition, there will be a National Day of Mourning here in Canada, meaning a holiday. Mm. And there also may be a recurring annual national holiday to mourn the death of Queen Elizabeth II. Wow. We're not quite sure on that. Also, if we stick with tradition, boy, oh boy, it's going to be loud in Halifax. Because when her father, King George VI, died in 1952, every military base in Canada fired a 56-gun salute. Oh, well, you think that's a lot. Uh, Today, the bells of Windsor Castle, Westminster Abbey and St. Paul's Cathedral are set to toll and there's going to be gun salutes. One round fired for every year of the Queen's life. (laughs) So 96. Yeah. A 96 gun salute. Yeah. I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service enter the service of our great imperial family to which we all belong. Queen Victoria, May 2-4. Her birthday is May 24th. Mm. That's why it's around that weekend. Queen Elizabeth's birthday is April 21st. Mm-hmm. We already have the Easter in April. Mm. We don't need another April holiday. What we do need is a June holiday. Well, her jubilee was in June. Give us a June 2-4. For morning, Foreman, you, I'm, I'm set. We're there. celebrating her life. Okay. It's a celebration <laughs> of her service. Mm. What better way than go off to the Moosehead store? And <laughs> foreman, Foreman, Foreman. May <laughs> she rest in peace. First day of school. Big day in our house. Harley yep. is going into grade four. Wow. Emily's going into primary. <gasps> oh, that's a big one. Should be able to get them before they're at school, at the very least. Hold on just a second. Hold it. Why am I talking? Hi, Harley. Hi. Are you excited to go to school today? Yes, now. Emily's not? <laughs> No. Uh-oh. Is everybody uh, on good behavior this morning? Yeah. No. <laughs> yes, I yeah. guess another yes and no. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Are you taking the bus or is Mommy driving you? Mommy's driving us. Ah, doubling the traffic today, I see. We're in the traffic jam right now. You're in the car right now? Yeah. We're in the traffic 
In a traffic jam. Oh, where is it? Near every school. Because <laughs> a mom's like this one. <laughs> what are you looking forward to the most? Um, I don't know. Don't want to make up your mind too early. Don't just leaving the options open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, good talk. <laughs> I'll see you guys when you get home. You're going to take the bus home? Yeah, I'm not going on the bus. Mommy's driving us back. Mommy's driving you home, too? Yeah. I'm not. Uh-huh. You're on your own to get home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will leave you with that argument. <laughs> Daddy's busy, so... <laughs> Love you guys. Ow. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Love you. We can't help that this is what's in the headlines this week. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. You may know you love Peppa Pig if you're a parent. Uh, If you're not, you may not know you love it, but you still actually do like this beloved sound effect. Thanks, Grampy Rabbit. Thanks, Grampy Rabbit. Wait, your turn, Grampy Rabbit. (laughs) That's from Peppa Pig. But now, no matter what you're... (laughs) Damn it, Grampy Rabbit. (laughs) No matter what your previous thoughts are on, Peppa, we all have to agree that this is awesome. Peppa Pig introduced its first same-sex couple to the show with Penny Polar Bear. Sorry. Oh, here's Penny Polar Bear. I'm Penny Polar Bear. I live with my mummy and my other mummy. One mummy is a doctor and one mummy cooks spaghetti. I love spaghetti. Bit of a a power imbalance. The other mom does other things too. Yep. But there had actually been a petition in 2019 to include a same-sex parent family, so all children felt represented when they watched the show. And obviously it worked. And a little hot tip, watch Peppa Pig instead of the Teletubbies reboot that is also happening on Netflix. Unless, of course, you're jamming. Oh. Because jamming is always a fun time to watch Teletubbies. Wow, that's, I mean, you're going to see them or whether you're watching them or not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Even if you're not jamming, watch Teletubbies. Yeah. It's like you are. <laughs> now, Tucker Carlson can't help but insert himself into any possible opening. <laughs> Most recently. You know how that's coming across, I right? I do. Okay. I do. Yep, it was intentional. <laughs> Most recently, it was in response to Jennifer Lawrence, who had expressed that she had nightmares about Tucker Carlson after Roe v. Wade was overturned. And what did Tucker have to say about that? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> This is the last one. Okay. What did Tucker's have to say about that? Amazing. So she says she has nightmares about us. That's what they're calling it now. Nightmares. Yeah. All right. We're flattered. I think it's the sexy glasses. Your sexy glasses? Yours? Tucker's? so hard not to call him another word that rhymes with Tucker. But that's not the only young woman that he came at this week. After Maren Morris had called out Jason Aldean's wife for her transphobic caption on a video which said, I'd really like to thank my parents for not changing my gender when I went through my tomboy phase. I love this girly life. Tucker said... And then a lunatic called Maren Morris, some kind of fake country music singer, went all the way. She wrote this. It's so easy to be like not a scumbag human. Sell your clip-ins and zip it insurrection Barbie. <laughs> a lunatic fake country music singer yeah. from a lunatic fake news reporter. Mm-hmm. Joke's on him because Marin printed out shirts that said lunatic country music person. Ah. Yep. And along with her phone number and, uh, or no, sorry, her phone number. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> along with her name and the phone number for a hotline for trans youth. Ah. And she raised more than $100,000 for GLAD's transgender media program. Oh, that's fantastic. So take that t-shirt and shove it, Tucker. <laughs> or other word that rhymes with Tucker. Lunatic? Yep. And that energy, let's be honest, is not the kind of energy that we want this morning. And it's certainly not the kind of energy that you want around your alcohol, according to an energy healer and medium from, you guessed it, TikTok. (laughs) She says alcohol changes your energy, which is why you act different when you're drinking and why you get hangovers. So the key is to ground your alcohol in the same way you ground yourself. I don't drink often, but these are the steps I take if I do choose to have a drink. Just like how we ground ourselves, it's also possible to ground other things and give them a space to release. 
I ground literally everything. My phone, computer, my animals, you <laughs> name it, I ground it. There can be a lot of low vibrational energy and entities surrounding alcohol and the places and people where it's consumed. As a medium who's very sensitive to energy, I have to clear energy out before drinking. We absorb energy like sponges. Think about if your bartender got a parking ticket, their frustrated energy could be in your drink and then you absorb it. Oh no, I'm <laughs> drinking parking ticket energy. <laughs> No place for your sarcasm. I have placed a protective shield around my aura, oh. and I'm not able to accept that kind of negative energy into my coffee this morning. <laughs> is texting cheating, or is it harmless? That sounds like a question for our relationship expert, Geneva Dickey from Book of Love Canada. Here with Melody and Foreman on Hot Country 103.5 right now. <laughs> It's a quarter after eight And Geneva is our date And we need you now We're knocking on your door Let us in cause it's time for Dear Geneva now Dear Geneva, my kid is in preschool and one of their friends has parents who just got divorced. I'm happily married, but the other child's mother is attractive and now seemingly much more so. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty certain I would never act on anything. I have not touched another person in any intimate way since I met my wife and I have no intention of doing so. But I can't but... help fantasizing I about my kid's friend's mom now that she's single. We occasionally text each other to arrange soccer pickups and play dates, and sometimes the texts take on a flirty and playful tone, or maybe I'm reading into it. It's fun and exciting to get those texts, and I think it's harmless, but then I also feel guilty like I have to hide it from my wife or she would be incredibly jealous even though I'd never actually cheat on her. What do you think? Is it okay to have that element of fantasy, or is it wrong? Well, as Chris says in a text, here's an idea. Flirt with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, You could do that. You yeah. could do that. You could yeah. do that. But this is the only but. And I am, I am going to have a major um, disclaimer on this but because people are going to hear this but and think that I'm saying something that I am not saying. And I am, I just, I want to be clear that I just think that it is, f it is a fair acknowledgement to say after you've been in a relationship for a very long time, especially once you have kids and life becomes about the routine and the monotony and stuff like that, you do miss that fun, new flirting that you only get with someone that you don't know. And I'm not saying that you should go and seek that out, but I'm saying you can understand the the excitement that he might be feeling like, oh, this person's talking to me mm -hmm. in a way that my wife and I haven't talked to each other since we were first dating. And it was the will mm -hmm. they, won't they. I 100% agree. And honestly, this is another feather in your cat, Melody, for like your dating coaching credentials. You went that deep into like the other person's perspective, which is, which is really nice. Cause most people is like, nope, it's cheating, it's cheating, it's cheating, it's cheating or potential cheating, which is true. Personally, I think these moments that happen in a marriage are beautiful um, because it, it is a way beautiful. for you. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. It's going to happen in most marriages. It's not going to run smoothly. We're not going to have blinders on to other humans. We're not going to get this. Yes, I feel like there might be something attention missing in their marriage. Mm -hmm. um, and this is why he's so excited with this potential crush. Now, I don't think it's a crush or feelings or anything like that. I think he's liking the attention. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a nice little line in the sand being like, huh, maybe there's something off in my relationship that I need to go and work on. And so that's why this and a lot of these questions that come into your station are beautiful moments because it leads into those self-reflection and conversations. What is missing? And I recommend, and then here we're always going to give advice. I recommend, of course, distancing, distancing yourself from that woman. So not engaging in the flirtation anymore, like really putting the effort into that. Um, having a conversation with your wife, not about her, the woman, but about like, oh, maybe we should start going on more date nights. Maybe we yeah. should um, start reinvesting in us a little bit more because I'm feeling like we are maybe becoming more partners and roommates than actual, you know, mm -hmm. a married couple. So let's kind of get a little bit more into that. Seek out a marriage counselor, um, but mostly, you know, 
distance yourself from that situation. Because when you're yeah. when you're the happily married guy who's saying, "Well, this you know, my kids." friend's mom is quite quite a lot more attractive now that she's divorced and we're having fun and we're flirty texting and whatever and it's great i would never do anything i've never thought about it yeah. never would but here's all the things happening and then i'm gonna write you guys and tell you about it it means <laughs> you might you might act on it and this is a letter not yeah. for us it's convincing yourself to try to not to but you will if you don't stop if there's one thing we have learned from being a matchmaker is like this new attention that he's getting from her, he's going to be putting her on a pedestal. He thinks she's gorgeous. He thinks he's this. Everybody's a weirdo. Everybody, no matter how beautiful they are, everybody's a weirdo. Nobody's better than your wife. Work on that, boo-boo. <laughs> and on that note. Yes. <laughs> what show talks about football all the time? Us. Us. Big fans. Big fans, big fans of high school football, which is back with a provincial final rematch this Sunday. And that's why we have Coach Evan Brown on the phone from Bayview High School. So it's good to have you here, Coach. Yeah, thanks for calling. Hey, no, thanks for talking to us. Let, let's just preface this by saying that, that one of us is a huge football fan. If you couldn't tell by the fact that when I read the email, uh, I said hitting the gritter on. <laughs> I know nothing about football. You already told us you know nothing about football. <laughs> Great iron. Gritter on. Yeah. Nope. What, what is that? Is that the that is that the turf stuff? It's, yeah. Okay. That would be the term stuff, I guess. Anyway, we're we're talking to the football watchers right now because it is about to start the Nova Scotia Provincial High School football season. Absolutely, yeah. And you got a rematch of last year's final. We do, yeah. We're, we're jumping in right where we left off. We're, we're obviously, un unfortunately, we came out on the uh, on the losing end last year, so we're ready to start the season on a high note here. And uh, you, as in try, Bayview, try and get a little payback. Mm. So Bayview, so Auburn. What was this? Do you do you recall the score? He asked, knowing you do, but you'd rather not recall it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I believe it was it was thirty to twenty. I think was the final score. Oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, no, it was a close game. It was uh, it was actually it was a very entertaining game. We were we were up for a good portion of the second half and, and just couldn't hold on uh, in the end. There, they had a very talented team, a lot of good athletes. They found some ways to score late in the game and, and came from behind and, and, and took the championship from us. Yeah, I think you mean to hit the gritter on running. Uh, so it's <laughs> so it's this Sunday, September eleventh. Yeah. 4.30 at the Bayview, at Bayview High. Uh, how many Auburn people would you like to see bust in? <laughs> Listen, I, I would like to see them bring everybody they got. I, I, I think the more people we can get up there to watch some, some high-quality football, the better. We've, uh, we've been in touch with the school, and they're throwing a uh, pep rally for us. Ooh. We've got the band's going to come out and play during the game. We're trying to create a little bit of a circus up there. So the more people we can get up there, the better. I, I hope they bring everybody. Is there a Bayview High School cheer? I don't know. I don't think so. Would I'm you like sure. one? I, I would. I would Listen, I'd love to have as many people as we can get up there and as much entertainment as, as we can give for, <laughs> I think, a $5 admission. I, I would love that. Off the top of my head, uh -oh. Bayview High, kick to the sky. Uh, make go. the team cry. <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess we found our, our cheerleader yes! anyway. I always wanted to do that. <gasps> what was that sound? The sound, sound the sound of me but, failing at yeah. cheering. Sound of, oh, geez, I got a, I got another call. Time to go. Yeah. <laughs> Please, everyone come except Melody. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday afternoon. We'll out see to you in the on. music there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you so much, Evan. No worries. No worries. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. We gave uh, Nicole a call at 7 o'clock in the morning, one of the mornings last week, and we asked, oh, are you, are you normally up right now? Well, yes, but it, yeah, today is a special day, so no. Why is today a special day? Uh-oh. It is my birthday. <gasps> I'm sleeping in. <laughs> Oh, well, you were sleeping in. Uh, happy birthday. Is Abigail still asleep? Uh, she is actually at her grandmother's so that I could sleep in. <laughs> Oops, oh, no. daisies. Oh, at least we were calling with good news. Yeah, we were. Abigail is uh, eight and going to school starting tomorrow. 
just moved here. Yeah, we gave her a $100 Sleep Country gift card and yeah. want to give her something more. Hello? <gasps> is this Nicole? It is. <gasps> Good morning, Nicole. It's Melody and Foreman calling you back from Hot Country 1035. Well, good morning. I'm <laughs> yes. awake this time. Yeah, you sound a lot more awake than the last time we got you. <laughs> yeah. What, I uh, certainly am. It was this time about a week ago we called you, and it was a bad time. Why? Um, it was my day off because it was my birthday to sleep in. <laughs> and not only was it your day off, but you left your daughter with uh, grandma. I did. So that you could have a nice morning to yourself. <laughs> yes. A nice, peaceful, quiet morning. <laughs> and then the least peaceful and quiet show ever called. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we at least gave you a $100 gift card for Sleep Country for your troubles. Sure did. Yes. <laughs> And now your daughter, can you tell us about her again? Because she is going back to school starting tomorrow and needs a better night's sleep, right? She does, yes. And she is nervous as all heck. Um, she's eight. And very, 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 very nervous about going to school, not knowing anybody. Yeah. Um, everybody that we run into, like grocery stores and stuff, um, they ask if she's excited to start school, and she actually says no because she doesn't know anyone. She doesn't know what kind of teachers she's getting. She doesn't know what school looks like. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's struggling. And that makes you a little bit more nervous, too, because you've never been at this school. You don't know any of these teachers or other kids or other yeah. parents. No, not at all. Where did you just move here I- from? Uh, we just got posted in from New Brunswick. It is hard, obviously, and we want her to get started on the best foot because up for grabs could be a twin-size Bloom Earth mattress for free and a 12-pound blank oil weighted blanket for free and two queen-size plume pillows for free, all from Sleep Country because they're here to help students get a better night's sleep for school. Oh, and she was pumped when I told her. <laughs> oh, well... I think she's going to be even more pumped now. Yes, because you win. They're yours. No way. Yes. No way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Is Abigail sleeping now? Yeah, well, I'm at work now. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh geez. <laughs> that's why you need I the morning I swear my off. child does live with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, these are actually for Nicole, not even for Abigail. <laughs> A student of life. Oh my goodness, that's terrible. I swear, I do see my child. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Abigail has won the the blanket and the pillows and the mattress, and only she and her alone is allowed to use them. You can't touch them, Mom. (laughs) No snuggling with her. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're so... I mean, we hope that she has an amazing day tomorrow. And listen, Nova Scotians are so friendly. She's going to make so many great friends. And especially since now she's doing uh, she's doing her cheerleading. She's like, she's yep. going to be busy. She's going to meet so many kids. Mm-hmm. And she's going to have a great start to school with a great night's sleep. Oh, I'm so excited to... I'm going to call her now and tell her to turn on the radio. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And I can say as a one year in after my two daughters, who are five and nine, have gone through school here one year, they have more friends and have had more fun here than they ever had in any other province. Oh, go away. Yes. Okay, well, that's, this is good news. <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nicole, you're going to have to keep us posted with how the first day went, okay? I certainly will. Thank you so much, you guys. We are about to enlighten you, and you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Yes, because sometimes we just throw it out there. Hey, call, text, whatever, if you want to chime in on anything. Yeah. And people do. So Diane is here. (laughs) What are you up to, Diane? Well, not too much. I'm baking cookies. At 6.30 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Well, I got a half-baked, so for a while. So when you say you're half-baked... (laughs) You really no, do. no, not half, not half loop doing cooking. <laughs> half the batch is baked. Right, you'll eat them later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not going to eat any of them. I don't like them. <laughs> so why are you up at six a.m. making cookies you don't like? Who are they for? Probably some for the grandson and some for a few neighbors. Very generous. What kind of cookies are they? They're called peanut butter roundups. Oh. And you don't like them. They don't like me. They don't like her. Peanut right, right. butter doesn't agree with me, so I don't See, generally eat it. That's the key to making lots of treats, is to make the treats that you personally do not want to eat 
so that you can gift them. Because if, if I were making those, I wouldn't even get to the putting them in the oven part. I would just eat all the dough. Well, I'd have to say, if the dough was no good, the cookies are hopeless. <laughs> yeah. And I think you both have it backwards. No, no, no. We have it forward. <laughs> no. No, you don't. Okay, Foreman, no, tell us don't. why we're wrong. No. <laughs> yes, please. Tell us why we're wrong. Yeah. yeah. No problem. <laughs> The key to life, you guys. No, no, we're talking about cookies, not uh, life. I know. <laughs> well, I'm, they're cookies one, are life. To, you know, one and the same, Diane. <laughs> the key to life, the secret to life, is to find something that you love that everybody else hates. Ah. And then you get it all to yourself. You're, oh, you've, okay. You're so backwards. But in saying that, if the cookie dough is, doesn't taste good, then the cookies are hopeless, so therefore, nobody would like them, and you wouldn't like them either. Yeah, but fi- I don't, but maybe find a flavor where everyone else hates that flavor, but you love it. Well, tell us the flavor. <laughs> it depends. I'm You're caught. losing this conversation. He really, I mean, he tends to do that. But if, <laughs> if cookies are life, then there's something to say in the metaphor of this whole thing about if the batter is no good, mm-hmm. the cookies are ruined. And I feel like we're, we've come to the root of, of life itself. Well, what if I, what if I, what am I supposed to do then, Melody, if my batter already sucks? Throw it out the window. No, give it to me. I'll eat it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Are know you what sure you're not half-baked? <laughs> Are you sure we're not? Because I feel like it now. Well, maybe if one was half-baked, they'd think the batter was good all the time. That's uh, true. That's very true. And maybe, Diane, that's the secret to life. <laughs> So sad, which is also what you might say about a uh, woman who is 40 who who decides to live out her dreams of being an amateur wrestler. If you would rather be one of the cooks like The Rock, your name is Melody. I want to be a wrestler. Okay, on Friday. (laughs) Don't just skim over that. Let's really dive down on that. Melody Rose wants to be a wrestler. Yes. Like a WWE entertainment wrestler. Well, I mean, I have no no aspirations of being an actual WWE wrestler. I know that's... Just making the distinction between, like, there's wrestling in the Olympics ah. and there's wrestling for entertainment. Yes. That's a spectacle. Yes. And you want that. I want that. <laughs> I want that, and I think I'd be really, really good at it, too. I really do. And everyone that everyone I talk to thinks I would be, too, Foreman. What has dragged us all into the <laughs> Octagon with you right now. <laughs> so our, my friend um, does Kaizen Pro Wrestling, and they do events every few months. Um, and we went on Friday to go watch him. He won his first match, by the way. Oh, Yay, James nice. Ryder. And uh, so, so as I'm watching it, every time I go watch, I think like I could do this, and I could do it really well because I've done partner acrobatics in the past, and I was really good at it. Which is that, what is that like a Cirque du Soleil type? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like okay. that kind of thing. I was, and I was like, I was pretty good at it for How not flexible. Are you? I am not at all flexible, <laughs> but I am just like kind of fearless. Like I'll throw <laughs> myself around and, and like my daughter, and you know, risk injury and death. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I watching them do it and like do flips off the thing, and and there's all the theatrical part of it. I think I'd be really good at it. So I'm going to do it. I'm saying this right now. I got. I want to pop out another baby at some point, but after that happens. I am going to, I am joining Kaizen Pro Wrestling, and I even have my character already. Can we, can we get a sneak peek? I'm going to be the Bedford mom. I'm going to be a Bedford mom. That's my character. I'm going to come out holding a Starbucks, wearing Lululemon, <laughs> uh, and we're going to have to get this fight over with really quick because i got to go pick the kids up at soccer. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Doesn't that sound great? Am I, there's lots of people that want to be wrestlers. Are there? There's got to be. The Bedford mom, look out. <laughs> She's going to call the manager. 
<laughs> yeah, my name will be Karen. <laughs> Oh, only a couple weeks out now from the Halifax Oyster Festival. <gasps> Ooh, all you can eat oysters. And the mascot to haunt your dreams in real life. Oh, Pearl. We want to talk about Pearl the Oyster mascot and uh, something we have uh, against Pearl the Oyster uh, mascot. Huh? That's to come as we are joined by Christine, who's helping to run the Oyster Festival. So good morning, Christine. Good morning. <laughs> you sounded like you weren't expecting us. <laughs> I, I'm, I flew in from Vancouver, and I'm totally jet-lagged. So, oh, no. Um, oh. <laughs> so, but hi, I'm, I'm happy to hear from you. So, um, hi. 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 Yeah, was this a vacation, or were you sampling West Coast oysters? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my daughter is starting at University of British Columbia at this semester, so oh. I was uh, a parent of a new uh, university student. Oh, no. Uh, so not only are you recovering it. from jet lag, you're co- recovering from an emotional hangover. <laughs> a little bit. She's so happy, and it's beautiful campus. And um, But she's playing rugby, and uh, she broke her nose on the second day. So, oh. you know. <laughs> Already. Oh, Typical rugby uh, injury. At least oh. it wasn't a concussion. Indeed, indeed. Indeed, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So if I sound a little croaky, uh, you know, that jet rag is real across Canada, I can tell you. It's not just from an encounter with Pearl. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh, well, this is why we have the publisher of The Coast, and they're the ones running the Halifax Oyster Festival, September 23rd and 24th on the waterfront. Can you tell us a little bit more, just a general overview of, if you go, what can you expect? Sure. Um, So this is the sixth uh, Oyster Fest we've produced here at The Coast, and it's a briny, (laughs) salty kind of seafood event that isn't like anything else in the city or the province. We have about 15 Uh, 15 to 16 oyster farmers from around uh, the Maritimes. And it's sort of in your mind, if you've participated at a a beer festival, it's sort of three sampling, three um, sessions we have during the weekend. And guests are allowed to come in and sample all the oysters um, that they can desire from all the booths. I love oysters. I do. Actually, women always try them at the festival, even if they've never tried them before. Women will always go for there. But um, they taste like when you're out surfing or swimming and get a big mouthful of salty water mm. down at Lawrencetown or something. It tastes like that. They're also <laughs> really good for you. Except you usually also- mix it with a little, maybe like a little vinegar or a little, yeah. you know. Yeah, don't make it sound uh, so delicious. It tastes like a mouthful <laughs> of seawater. <laughs> No, it's good. And it's it's like a vitamin shot. Um, You know, they're full of minerals and nutrients for you. So for me, it's like a perfect uh, party food. And um, we are on the beautiful Halifax waterfront on the boardwalk there. I can't think of a better setting to really... Um, go, hey, this is, where, this is how lucky are we to live here and to eat beautiful food that is from, you know, some of the cleanest water still in the world. Now, uh, Pearl, the Oyster Festival mascot, will also be in attendance. You can get tickets, <laughs> by the way, oysterfest.ca. Pearl's there, but we all, it's like she got famous from coast to coast to coast this summer. She's not new, is she? She's been around since the beginning of the festival when we started, and our excellent colleague Aziza, she, you know, came up with that drawing. And then the next year, we found a local artist, um, and she made and who made puppets and sort of costumes. And she, you know, it's hard to describe what we were looking for. And <laughs> I went to pick up the costume. I was like, Oh my god, you made this! If I were to describe it, I would say an oyster that you look at during an acid trip uh, in your nightmares. Well, we like that she's our mascot and like to know now that she's like the concept was made locally and designed and physically made locally. That's all great, too. We do have an oyster to shuck over this Mm -hmm. with you, though. Uh, you remember uh, once upon a time we uh, did this show from a lobster boat, right? We got lobster! Dave's lobster! Oh, who could forget? 
Yes, and Lobster Dave, our good friend from Tancook Island, is up for an award now. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me that you get a, a year supply of hummus. Now, I don't hope that's, that's, not, that's what the prize is. Best local character for the coast's best of Halifax. Yes, you can vote at vote.thecoast.ca until the 18th. Oh, my heavens, we're in the last home stretch. Yes, we are also in another category called Best Radio Show, Melody Foreman in the Morning. You that know, also exists. Minor detail. You are the publisher of the coast. Yes. And the coast is the one that puts on the Halifax Oyster Festival, correct? Correct. And the coast is also the publication that runs the Best of Halifax Awards. (laughs) Yes, it does. Riddle us this. Is it then a conflict of interest to have Pearl the Oyster as a nominee in the best local character category of your own award show. She might also be against one of someone that we have skin in the game for. I don't know why I used that. But Maybe because he's a real human being with feelings and a family to support. Our Lobster Dave. From Tancook Island. Oh, yeah, Lobster Dave. Yes, look, look, I can tell you um, that the nominees were coming out right when she kind of royally hit the world stage, so... The nominee votes were real. It was, it was real. It was there. Uh-huh. Um, Interesting timing, is yes. all we're saying, for all that publicity. Mm. I know, I know. <laughs> um, we try really, really hard to really respect the nominees of that come course. in. No, right. We're just teasing. Um, we're so excited. We're, we are nominated, too. We're so excited. No, I yes, mean, you, you I could have that. excused certain nominees for <laughs> ethical reasons, but I'm going to keep well, pressing. you know... Pearl, she, she, like I said, this is her moment. So, uh, <laughs> it's you know, Pearl's we world. Pearl. We're all just living in it. Yes, yes, exactly. We went out with Pearl on the boardwalk during the buskers. And I just couldn't believe it. It was like walking around Disney World with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> um, it was just almost every single person knew who she was. But the one, the one funny comment we got was like, "Is that a California raisin?" <laughs> <laughs> they Which wish. Is pretty close. <laughs> we thought that was pretty funny. Well, you know, we may, we could come around if I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of way we can arrange to. Uh, may either uh, we meet Pearl or Lobster Dave meets Pearl, hmm, or Lobster absolutely. Dave gets to wear Pearl. <laughs> Well, he is more than welcome. We love Lobster also at the festival. And if Lobster Dave was a shucker, uh, we're always looking for shucker volunteers and to go into our shucking competitions. Interesting. Interesting. I think we can make this happen. Well, we'll see. (laughs) You can vote in the Best of Halifax Awards until the 18th. The festival is not till the 23rd. Will we know who the winners are by the time the festival rolls around? (laughs) No, you do not. Um, it, mm. As you can imagine, we get you know we get a lot of votes, like oh, yeah. hundreds of thousands of votes, and then we publish the results beginning of November. Always for the last twenty nine years, at the beginning of November, we have our best of Halifax. Oh, so. Okay, all right. So that means it'll be friendly competition still at that point. We won't be sore. You know, yeah. either we, yeah. can, we can freely exactly. campaign against Pearl up until then, but maybe by the time the the festival rolls around, it's you know can't do anything about the results now, so we might as well be That's friends. Right. Yeah, shaking hands, and kissing again, oysters. I'm gonna say this is her moment. She's having a moment. So, so is Dave. <laughs> It's okay. It's all right. Peace. Let's all share this and and you know just share an oyster and yes, make peace. That's yes, right. Well, Christine is the publisher of The Coast, uh, running the Halifax Oyster Festival, September 23rd to 24th. Get your tickets at oysterfest.ca. Watch out for Lobster Day while you're there. (laughs) I really appreciate it. We've had some trouble when we ask you three questions. One, two, three. Geography does not seem to be our strong suit. What is the capital of New Brunswick? Amherst. Oh, Moncton, I mean. Oh, God. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. And, and also, also wrong. It's kind of a trend we've noticed. Yeah. Which Atlantic province is the largest by land area? I'm going to go with New Brunswick. Oh! oh. 
Oh, gosh, you know something? What? I'm not even going to say it. I'm from Newfoundland, Labrador. Oh. All I was thinking was Maritime. Maritime's Maritime. Oh, poor oh, Marius. Oh, poor Marius. Who then later revealed that he also went to school for geography. Yep. <laughs> Who then we also caught up with in person on our Hot in the Harbor cruise on a Friday night and quizzed him again. So you could ask me any geography question. I get it. But you asked me the simple one. Mine's gone blank, you know? Any capital of any province? I get it, just like that. Capital of Saskatchewan. Saskatoon. No! Why not? The first one! So the point of this game is really, don't be a Marius. Don't be a Marius. <laughs> Today's theme for one, two, three. Exactly. Yeah, we have a Hot in the Harbor cruise every Friday night, all summer, and all through the month of September as well. Mm -hmm. A cruise so good that my sister's first time this past Friday night <laughs> took her over a full day to recover. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, after having an oopsie-daisy in the restaurant. <laughs> so yes. we're there with Fireball and Keith, and it's uh, Bassett Tours on the Harbor Queen. You can cruise with us, buy tickets to Hot Country 103. Or try and win them by calling right now and answering our three questions. Lindsay, you would like to cruise this Friday. I'd love to. Have you been trying all summer? Uh, no, because I haven't been free a lot of Friday nights, but we are this Friday. So okay. That's what matters. Who's it? Now it's September and you're the one who has free time. <laughs> Well, kids are back in school. That's so. true. That's true. She doesn't have to entertain the the troops. Ah, good point. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, let's let's get this started with question number one. One, two, three. What are the colors in the Nova Scotia flag? Uh, white, blue, yellow, and a little bit of red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I That's mean, tough. Gold, yellow. I'll yeah, I'll accept it because it's, yeah. it's 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 gold, but it's gold. Yeah. That's high. Yeah. I was I was right along there with you, Lindsay. Okay, yeah, blue and white. With what are the colors in the middle? In the crest. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, well done. All right, moving on to some geography questions. What oh, is God. the capital city of Alberta? Calgary. Oh, oh, a common mistake. The tradition continues. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, GRP is not my strong suit ever, so that's okay. Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Hi, Diane Stevens. Diane, Diane Stevens. Stevens. Diane Stevens. What is the capital city of Alberta? Is Edmonton. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Took you a second, but you knew it. Well, well, it's like that, you know, Regina, you know. Yeah, everyone think thinks it's it. Calgary, but it's actually Edmonton. Everyone yeah. thinks it's Saskatoon, but it's actually Regina. Uh-huh, yep. 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 Great. All right, question number three. Which country star gave a full refund and performed a free concert over the weekend for his fans? That I don't know, but I'm going to say Luke Bryant. You're so close. You had half of that right. Yeah, it sorry. It was Luke, but not Brian. <laughs> well, I shouldn't have gave the last name. <laughs> <laughs> you could try that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, though. Oh. Jake, we have only one question left for you, so you just have to get one answer, and then you're cruising with us for free this Friday night. All right. Which country star gave a full refund and performed a free concert over the weekend for his fans? Susan Aldean? Oh, Jake! Oh. Wrong. I don't know. No. <clears throat> Probably not, eh? Well, they're not going to help you, perhaps, but... Uh. Okay, well, maybe... We, do we do a hint? I can give a hint. I'll give a hint. Okay. We're going to put on the best free show we can put on. Which country star gave a full refund and performed a free concert over the weekend for his fans? Yeah! Diving in and getting into the last question. Yes. My friend went to it. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, it was in Maine, so yeah, he did yeah. do two nights there. Oh. First night, obviously, partied a lot harder than the second night. Yeah, which night did they see, yeah. Friday or Saturday? Um, I don't know which I think it was Saturday they went to. So they got their but money back. I have a couple of friends that went. <laughs> so they got a concert from Luke Combs and got a full refund. I know, they're so lucky. <laughs> Jeez. 
Okay, well, we're not giving you that, but we are giving you tickets to the Hot on the Harbor cruise. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I was planning on going this weekend anyway. <laughs> now you get it for free. Perfect. And no refunds because it's free in the first place. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Who's this? It's Andrew. Andrew! Andrew! It's a call from Andy. But he calls himself Andrew. What's up? Uh, although I, I'm not going to say I hate oysters. They're not my favorite. I can eat them. But I want to know who the first person that opened an oyster and thought that big gob of snot looks tasty. <laughs> This little snot-looking mm-hmm. glob, yeah. why don't I shove it down my throat and see what yeah. happens? There's many questions. The, I bet you this tastes good. <laughs> I bet you it's not poisonous. Yeah. I bet you I'll still be alive after this. Also, they're really hard to open. Really hard to open. Significantly <laughs> harder than a muscle, yes. right? Well, there's definitely a knack to it. Uh, when my father was spending his last days in the, the nursing home, that was his favorite thing was raw oysters. He just absolutely loved them. Oh, my. And one of the nurses decided to get him some, knowing that, you know, the end was near. And she hauled me into the kitchen. She said, I've been trying for 45 minutes. I can't get these damn things open. <laughs> oh, how do you shuck this? Well, you shuck them in a hospital because the, the moment <laughs> that you slice open your whole hand, at least you're already there. Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody and Foreman on socials. Or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.